Is it me or is it hiding here? Is it me or is it hiding So Hollywood, was created for uh to bring people together with this thing called entertainment um it's it's just it's everybody is treated equally the the egos go out the door the you know the just just everything in general just goes out the door you're you're wiped clean of literally all aspects of everything you're just human on this show and um yeah, last time I had an impromptu type uh, situation, which was kind of, it was dope because at first I didn't know that I was going to be spending three hours or three and a half hours on Instagram live, uh, first and foremost the other day with um, Ramsey's. Um, I be fucking up names, so excuse me and excuse my language, <laughs> but it's my show, but it, 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 you know, it is what it is, but um. Yeah, I had an impromptu like uh interview because it was at the last minute. Um, Jay Sharp, shout out to Jay Sharp. He hit me up and he was like, Yeah, um, I need you to come in as the co-host for me, uh, or with me <clears throat> on um Instagram to interview interview and also have it on your podcast. He allowed me to record it. It's gonna be coming up here shortly. Um, he allowed me to record it. He allowed me to um, to come up on and, and have a conversation about it. And I don't know if he saved the video, but like I said, I have the audio from it, and which was the last episode, which is episode ninety. Um, shout out to everybody that was there. Um, but yes, three hours and thirty minutes of conversation, and it was great because I never thought that I could speak. Like the more that I do my podcast, the more I get these conversations to go over three, um, over three hours. What up, Jeff? Tapped in. <laughs> you see how things are changing, Jeff? Jeff, like this is this is this is different. But yeah, I was telling my story of um having an impromptu, um 
interview with Ramsey's. I don't know how. Listen, please forgive me for the not knowing how to say your word, my word or your name correctly, because sometimes it just gets the best of me. <laughs> but yes, I had an impromptu um, interview with he's the former A&R for Rockefeller Records. So shout out to Rockefeller. And he did. Oh, my God. He did the rock. um symbol and so on and so forth but he went on to talk about his um what he's currently working on which is um a thing called life comics it's a comic book with all black superheroes do you understand me all african-american superheroes all of them black across the board um he has a the book will I believe the book will come out November the 3rd. And then um, he has the app available as well. And it's available on Android and it's also available on Apple. So if you have an Apple product, you can download it now. If you have an Android product, you can definitely download it. Um, We're just going to be waiting on our guests here shortly. They will be pulling up on your girl. You feel me? Ow. And shout out to Rode, Rodecaster. They are, um, you know, I like to speak stuff into existence. So I'm showing love to Rode because they are um, definitely going to be a sponsor of mine soon. Um, because I use their equipment, everything. Well, not everything, but I'm going to switch over, get my microphone, you know, get my microphone, my microphone situated. And of course, um, yes, can't wait as well. I have another interview after this at uh, 5 p.m. with DJ Nasty Ness. Oh, my God. Like, I'm bringing legends up here, y'all. It's not... I went from, from local to global. You feel me? Oh, bars. So, yes, you can catch me live again at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today with DJ Nasty Ness. I can't wait to interview him. He, he He's like... Well, I'll talk about him here shortly. Um, one of my special guests has arrived, um, in which we will pull her in here in just one moment. Um, I am waiting for my other special guest to also arrive because um, I want to pull him up because I want to, you know, give him the 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 uh i guess the intro that he deserves as well as she deserves because i man this is this is the first time that i've ever had two guests on my show that are legends like you guys don't understand the capacity of how my heart is right now and (laughs) the way it just wants to explode and it's just mind-boggling for me and then like i said later on I have another legend, which is DJ Nasty Ness. He he um he he also played a part in Sir Mix a Lot's um record, you know, my posse on Broadway and so on and so forth. But we'll get into that as well. But um let me get my notes together because I because earlier I was like, man, I'm really nervous. I don't, you know. It, when you're doing stuff for so long, it's cool. But when you have, you know, multiple legends in the building, you just be like, okay, well, how am I going to act for real? <laughs> Even though I've talked to them um, before. And, um, but this is going to be a very interesting conversation because not only are they legends, a conversation was had. If you haven't watched um, Sweet LD, 
uh, her episode. If you haven't watched that, you guys have to tune into that because she simply explains, um, I guess, an I don't want to say an encounter, but a, um, a situation where she was in the process of meeting who is also our guest today. Um, Chub Rock. And so that that whole story let, led us to where we're here today. So we're going to get her up here right now. We have the legendary one third of the member, uh, the group member, uh, Oak Towns. Let me get this right, because I know you corrected me and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I just... <laughs> it's okay. Oak Towns 357. How are you doing today, Miss Sweet? LD. Hey. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, everything is 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 everything right now because it's 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 you know it's I can't really explain it uh-huh. without being excited because you know the whole situation just came to me. And um, it's just how crazy the universe works, because like I said before, you were on the show and you had stated you you can tell them, let them know what you had stated and why we're here today. <laughs> OK, so thank you for having me back. Um, thank you for the first opportunity to be on your show about a week ago, I believe it was. Yes. Um, and so just in chatting, I think um, I can't remember what your question was. Or it might have been that you mentioned you were going to have Chub Rock on your show. Yes. Okay. So in mentioning that, it reminded me of an encounter I had with him, an experience, if you want to say, um, Mm -hmm. that I had with him in, I believe, Charlotte, North Carolina. And Mm -hmm. I just simply shared that I'm a hugger because of my experience in the industry before and the fact that O-Towns 357 could not really engage or talk to other artists when we were on tour when I see them now, present day, I'm like ready to embrace. Right. And so we were backstage at this show in uh, North Carolina and um, Chub Rock was there. It was myself, <laughs> Chub Rock, Lady of Rage, Dana Dane. Uh, dang, it's, it's a few others that I know that were there, but I can't remember right now. And so I wanted to go and embrace him and he stiff-armed me. So <laughs> he put his hand up like, you know. So um, I was like, oh, I was I was taken aback a bit, you know, like, oh, okay, because I know sometimes people don't want to hug. And then I don't know what other situation could have been taking place that evening. But I was like, oh, okay, okay, that's how we're doing it. But, (laughs) you know, that's neither here nor there. I didn't think anything else of it. I just thought maybe, you know, we'll see each other and, you know, I can I can tell him who I am and he will, you know, he'll get it and be like, oh, okay. Right. So yeah, we have (laughs) since um, talked since your show. (gasps) Really? Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! How? Okay, so yeah, we have to definitely have that conversation as well when he comes up here. So Mm -hmm. how? How? So we can we can. I know we've had this conversation before, as far as like how entertainment um was, you know, entered into your life. But can you Mm -hmm. give us a little refresher? For those that were not here um, listening now? Um, Sure. Entertainment entered my life in a very, um, I guess, just natural way. My family loves music. Mm -hmm. And I actually have a cousin who's in the group of, um, she was a member of uh, Graham Central Station. So before Larry Graham, 
was Larry Graham. He was playing with Sly, Sly and Family Stone. Mm -hmm. And then he decided to branch off as best I can remember because I was a child. He decided to branch off and create his own group or band. And that was Graham Central Station. So my first introduction into the entertainment industry was having that group over to my home because my mom and uh, Chocolate Banks, Patrice Chocolate Banks, who's in the group of Graham Central Station, they're cousins. We're all cousins. Um, and not the kind where you say, that's my adopted cousin, that's my cousin, <laughs> biologically related. So right. she was often at the house. Um, we lived in Oakland at the time. Okay. And she was always over at the house, which means Larry was at the house, which means the other band members were there. And it was always people in the 70s. You just kind of was at people's houses. You know, that's just what you did. So right. that was my first introduction. The second one, um, she would always take me to the studio with her, too, when they rehearsed, stuff like that. But the second introduction was when I actually met um, MC Hammer, and he was not Hammer at the time. Right. Stanley Kirk Burrell. So right. it was very, what do you call, generic or organic, I guess. Yes. And or- I introduced myself to him, and I wanted him to show me how to do the cabbage patch the way he did it. So once we met back up, then he invited me to be in a video, and that was my second introduction into the music industry. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You had mentioned that as well. And then yeah. <laughs> you said you just you just wanted to be in a video. <laughs> I mean, literally, it, it's like that was the ultimate because video girls at that time, they weren't video vixens. They were right. just the cute girls in the video. So right. I was like, oh, he want me to be the cute girl. I can do that. You know, let me get my outfit together. Right. Um, and that did not happen. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, unbeknownst to me, he had other plans, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, uh, but that was my second uh, organic, generic uh, introduction into the music industry. Mm, and then um. you, <laughs> you, wanted to, you wanted to go, and then you said you went to the, the, cl- the club. He actually- Yeah, we uh, we had met outside of Silks after Silks was closing. It was a three-layer, uh, three-layer, three-floor club, <laughs> three-layer club. Girl, look, got food on my brain. But <laughs> it was a three late G's. Uh, it was a club with three floors, okay, not three layers. But anyway, um, the Cabbage Patch had just come out and I saw him and Ace just killing it. So I went and uh, met him afterwards at a gas station not too far from the club. And I just said, Hey, can you show me? He was like, Sure. Kind of sort of sure, you know, but we exchanged numbers and uh, met back a couple weeks later at Silks and just hung out for the most part. We just danced, we talked, that was it. It was myself and all my girlfriends, about five or six of us. And then it was he and Ace. And I think he had the DJs there. I'm not sure. But yeah. Ace is... Ace was one of the backup dancers. So it was myself, Terrible T, Lil Pete, and Ace. He was the only guy. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> and so he taught you that cabbage patch and said, hey, you want to be in the video? <laughs> Girl, yes. He's like, you want to be in my video? And he showed me his album. I think the first album he was... Um, he was the Holy Ghost boy. Yep. Um, I can't remember the name of the album, but yeah, it was the Holy Ghost boy. Um, he showed me that album cover. Might have been two album covers, but either way, um, he was like, yeah, I'll be doing a video soon. I want you and your girl um, to be in the video. Would y'all like to do that? Sure. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, who's going to say no? This is 86, 87. Who's really going to say no to that? Because the videos were becoming really popular by then. Right. So. Yeah, I want to be in a video. Yeah, I want to be on MTV or whatever, you know, video jukebox. Sure. <laughs> you know, let me be cute. What are we going to wear? What are we supposed to wear? What's the color? All that kind of stuff. And I just envisioned myself 
at the time we didn't know the name of the song we didn't know the theme of the none of the story of the song we just i am gonna say me i don't know what carla envisioned because she was the other girl he invited to be in it but i envisioned myself around the pool somewhere <laughs> in a cute little outfit <laughs> i know it's funny but it's the truth that's what i envisioned when he said that that's what i envisioned i had no idea we would literally be working you know um dancing and such in the video but yeah i mean it was it was fun mm. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Actually working because it ended up being, uh, like you said, something that was consistent. You guys had to go go to, um, what is it? Uh, rehearsals. Yeah, rehearsals. And then it started to become something that you were just like, I, uh, so when is this video coming what out? What is this about? <laughs> yes, what are you doing? Where is the video, people? When are we doing it? Where are we doing it? But yeah, we practiced and rehearsed and learned choreography and created choreography and had a whole show um done and we were performing around the bay area and also on radio shows before the video was ever done mm. yeah yeah it was yeah. interesting <laughs> it was interesting wow. yeah and so you have to explain to your family who this guy is you know who is this mc hammer what are y'all doing so what does that mean <laughs> you know what i'm saying well, why are you going out there for hours at a time is he paying you you know so right. you, yeah all of that had to be addressed. My mom was not for it. My brothers were not for it. You know, who is this, you know, N-word? And oh. who does he think he is? And nobody knew him. You know, nobody knew him. I met him at Silks. So I say yes to a video, but now I'm going to Fremont, which, like I said, is another city in uh, the Bay Area, to rehearse. So what does rehearsals mean? Who is this guy? Why are you practicing? What y'all practicing for? You know, so you gotta answer all those all those questions. Yeah. Right, right. Especially if you're taking if you're taking he wasn't on the radio. I mean, so it was nobody just knew. nobody knew and then like you said, he wasn't empty hammer then. He no. was more he was the what is it? The um uh Holy Ghost Boy. The Holy Ghost Boy, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, wait, how did that now that I didn't I never knew that that was his backstory as far as him being called that so we, I'm going to have to get him up here eventually and talk about that story that um, was very interesting <laughs> maybe I can uh, well if you're up to it and we do you know connect maybe you can we can connect maybe I, I am the connector like this is this is something that I know that's a good position to have it is. it is. It is. It Especially really is. If you're, you know, you're able to meet on a fair ground, if that makes sense. True. True. So this is what we're doing today. Once we have our other special guests arrive, I don't know exactly where. Let me see where this gentleman lies. I'm on time. I love that I'm on time. I know, right? I know, right? He. No, we're not gonna. I ain't gonna say that. But Sorry, until the then, party. you can um, also talk about what you're currently working on. Um, I know you are a fitness guru, and um, you got you got some things in the works right now. And I know you mentioned last time your second book as well. So if you can elaborate a little bit on what you've been doing um, after you you know departed from Oak Town Three Five Seven. Um. Well, that journey took a little while before I got here. But after um, the group was disbanded, because I wanted to be clear, we did not leave O-Times 357. Um, 
It was a very interesting journey, mm -hmm. but we were disbanded. And um, we went our separate ways without really any discussion as to what we would do mm -hmm. um, going further. So we did not, um, mm -hmm. we didn't come together and say, hey, let's stay together and make this work. We just kind of went our separate ways. So I stayed um, with my mom for a little while, moved to L.A., and then we eventually moved to Texas. And so since being here, I've been here since 99. I've married. I have two extra children. Yes, um, which we saw last on her episode. <laughs> <laughs> I so I already have a son. My son, when I moved here, I think he was ooh, 14 or 15, something like that. He's 36. He's got two children. And then I met my husband and we have two younger children. And he had two children from a previous marriage. So total of five children. Um, I went to school occasionally. I worked occasionally. Um, while in LA, I got my cosmetology license. So just doing life, you know, trying to re-understand um, who I was and what I wanted to do. And then I moved here. And um, like I said, we married and been together 20 years, married 20 years. And so as of today, uh, since you want to say fitness guru, I'm working on that that title but i've been teaching zumba since um 2009 okay and now i teach fitness dance which is just my own format whatever i feel like doing to whatever song i pick i do that um i did publish a book a couple of years ago working on the second one the first book is called conditional truths but yeah. it'll be a book of poems and short stories the second book is called um left me on red and um continuing in the theme of health and wellness uh, I am with a, an online shopping club, and that is called Melaleuca. And so it's amazing um, because it supports health and, uh, you know, uh, health and wealth, uh, physically, mentally, and financially. So all those things have come to, to fruition now, and it just ties it all together. So I'm using my poetry. I'm still dancing, and I'm into health and wellness. It's all wrapped up in a nice little boat. Because <laughs> I saw you on your Instagram page dancing and I was like, oh man, it, she's, she's, I, I wish I would try to start which, dancing. Which, which, which is Instagram page? Because I told you I'm trying to manage three. Uh, <laughs> I think it was when you learned how to do, um, what was it, the handbag? I think it was. Oh, In the park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I was redoing it. So okay. I had gone to, um, this area where we, um, it's in Arlington where I charge my car. I have a Tesla. So I took it over there to charge it. And I just went for a walk and went live and people were asking me to do moves from the videos. And I was like, let me see if I can do that backdrop, you know, that we did. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I was able to do it. So, um, <laughs> it felt good because I was able to do it and not fall and hurt myself and, you know, bust my behind live. Right. Um, but yeah, just being, I just feel good. I mean, I'm, I'm 57 years old. I'm feeling pretty good. So I try to engage with the people a little bit. You say you're 57 years huh? You said 57? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, ma'am. 57. Wow. So yeah, Instagram has been good to me. Facebook has been good to me. It can be annoying to have social media. But so far, I've met a lot of people who just are excited to know that O-Town 357 is still here and, you know, they can communicate, interact with Sweet LD. So, yeah. So is it all of you all or will it ever, do you think you all will come back together and do something like a reunion or like, you know how, you know, 
Some people, um, some people. I never say never because <laughs> I just don't know. I, I'm all for it. Me, myself, personally, um, individually, I would love to do that. We mm-hmm. did uh, go on the Tom Joyner cruise in 2019. Amazing. Um, mm. So it just depends on the other young ladies, what they like to do. Okay. I put it on them because I'm, I'm already for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already for it. I'm like, well, listen, I, I'm Let's ready. To I got my bags packed right now. I got my bag, bags packed. I got the, what is it, your passport? You need your passport. You know, uh, I got everything but the, uh, what they call it, the, uh, the vaccine. I got everything but the kitchen See, sink. I got a mask. I got hand sanitizers and lotions and all kind of stuff. But they want you to have a vaccine depending on where you're going. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I don't have that, but you know, I got everything else. Mm. <laughs> I got everything else. Yeah. <laughs> I got everything else. Um, he needed a few more minutes. His Zoom call is taking a little bit more. That's fine. And we just going to keep this conversation rolling. Oh, he's still on the Zoom call? Yes. But it's all right. good. You know, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's life. Things happen and this is just what we like to do. And, um, another so, question. So right now he's yeah. virtually stiff farming me. See? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I need a horn on that. I need a horn. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 you know. I know he's going to get me. Yeah, he's going to get you. He gonna get you. He gonna get you. His <laughs> birch chub rock is virtually. Uh, no, I'm just one. Put that arm up. He's like, hold on, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. We just got friends. We just got friends. We just got friends now. So, how do you feel the state of entertainment is now? I was gonna wait to ask you that while he, you know, you know, we can all bounce the um the idea of but I want to go ahead and ask you how you feel the state of um entertainment is now. Um that's a good question. Um let me see how do I because what I'm doing I feel like this is what we need in all actuality because for one they're they're starting not to respect a lot of who came before them. And they're not giving the flowers that need to be given to those who came before them. And, you know, it's a lot of things that are, are not connected and it's starting to become a disconnection. So that's why I asked the questions that I asked. And once, like I said, once he gets up here, I'm pretty sure it's going to be. I think to me, the disconnect <clears throat> is not solely on the younger entertainers right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the change in the way the music is presented or maybe the goal of entertainment now. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like, I feel like before it was inclusive mm-hmm. in a way that you wanted to engage with your fans. You wanted them to know about you. The music was a little bit different and a little bit easier to get behind. Yeah. Um, you had more of a variety Um and I say that because of how I was raised. Okay. So I was raised in the 70s, 80s, 90s, for the most part. There was always music in our house. So I knew who the OJs were. I knew who um, LTV with Jeffrey Osborne. I knew who um, Johnny Mathis was. I knew who, you know, the elders were right. of my mother's era because she played that music. She would share or whoever she really liked at the time, Smokey Robinson, 
Marvin Gaye, uh, Shaka Khan, Donna Summers. So I knew who they were. I respected that. You know, I understood Johnny Taylor, just anybody. Oh, I love Mr. Johnny Taylor. Yeah, she's playing all of these people in the home. My stepdad, he thought he could, well, he could sing. Let me take that back. He could sing, God rest his soul. <laughs> but we had wall heaters. And so he stood in front of the heater and he would just sing, you know, the dramatics or the Dells or, you know, uh, what is his name? Teddy Pendergrass, you know. Ooh. So I had all of this music in my home. Grand Central Station. Uh, um, I just said his name. I can't think of it now. But um, who is it? Atomic Dog. Parliament, Funkadelic. Earth mm -hmm. of Fire, we mm -hmm. had that in our home. You see what I'm saying? Right. So you right. saw all types of music being played. It wasn't just somebody being sexy or right. overly sexual. You just saw the raw talent and the musicality behind um, the groups. So now mm -hmm. you move into an era where it's just high energy and it's, it's hip hop and it's alternative music, you know, Adamant and Culture Club, but you got. Uh, or Boy George and Culture Club, and then you got Wham with George Michael, but you got, uh, who else was out there? It was just a whole bunch that I listened to in right. high school. Prince, you see what I'm saying? So Prince mm -hmm. was out, you got Michael Jackson, uh, Whitney Houston, all of these people, again, musicality, you see what right. I'm saying? Nobody's right. overly right. sexualized. But now you get to this era with the younger children, and, and we're going to say our era too, we had a little bit of that sex going on, you know, it was a little hot in the tail. Um, so you got Joseph yeah. H-Town, Oaks Town, Street 5, 7, Salt and Pepper, EMC Light, Queen Latifah, you know, mm -hmm. um, the mm -hmm. Fugees, just everybody, you know, Trina, uh, Luke, Luke, what is it, Luke, who are two out of crew, yep. yep. you understand, you see the, the variety, you yeah. had everybody out, um, JJ Fad and, and, and just NWA, just everybody. It, yeah. it, it, the variety just seemed to carry over. It was endless. So um, I think there was some type of harsh transition that took place after the 90s. And these groups kind of were set aside. You know, you had Brownstone that came in. Um, Jeanne, uh, yeah. SWV, yeah. you know, Mary J. Blige. Poetry. Was Poetry? Poetry, oh, I think came out a little later. Yeah, a little later, I might not be right on that, but um, you have them ushering in. Right. But now we have the younger generation coming up, and they're starting to feel themselves. And instead of um, not necessarily following suit, but their the conversations are a little different. You know, yeah. The the things they say and how they say it are a little different. And now we're in twenty twenty one, and somehow we didn't carry that over. You know, right. and sharing quality music with them so that they can see the differences. I, I do share it with my children. Um, and so my sons know about Tina Marie and mm. Rick James, you know, again, uh, my era of music. Um, John Lucian, some people that I've listened to. George, was it um, Grover Washington, George Benson, stuff like that. You just constantly had music that was um of an era where people really cared about their musicality and what they got off cameo i love cameo yes. um yeah. Ohio so i share that with them but then you have listen <laughs> i don't know why these children think it's okay to say what they say the way they say it okay because i'm gonna give you the two comparisons people want to compare juicy to is wow and i get the I get the 
con comparison or the, the connection. Mm -hmm. But when I listen to the lyrics of WAP, I'm like, ooh. You know. <laughs> That's different. different. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ooh, it's the girls. You know, and they little girls to me, but in their womanhood, that's how they feel. Right. So I have to respect that. Right. But on the flip side, in my womanhood, I, I didn't say it that way. My attitude right. might have been, you know what I mean? But I didn't say it that way. But that's the contrast that you have is just you have like a juicy and then you have a walk. You know what right. I mean? Um, you have H-Town, but then you got this other young man. I don't want to say no names, but, you know, he's doing you know what I'm saying just I don't know what it is I, I, I just the things they say I think is what gets me right and how they're comfortable saying and there's no real censorship anymore it's you know what did Prince say in International Lover I mean you know I, you just didn't hear this on the radio it was yeah you know he was very cautious exactly. about that but if you wanted to hear something you had to buy the album Facts. You know, soft and wet. You know what soft and wet was, but today <laughs> they're going to tell you how it's a lot. That's all I'm saying. So, it's um, very visual. It, like, it's, they it's beyond visual. Child. Yeah, they paint it's that. It's HD. HD 4K. definition, 3D, 5G. All of it. So is all of it. But I appreciate the creativity. It's just I think sometimes it could just be over, over too much. I don't, right. don't want to hear about how you woke up and she was giving your brain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you kicked her to the curb. I don't need that visual. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And then you have children who don't understand that. They're listening to it. Mm -hmm. Like y'all ain't had this happen to you. How you? Why you even? You know, going there. I, 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 what is it? I smoke Molly or I, I pop the Percocets. Really, people? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just different. So I don't know where the disconnect came from. I kind of mm. feel like some kind of way we're responsible for it. Um, mm -hmm. But it's, yes, yeah, it's, it's different. And how do you feel that some of the younger generations say that the older generation is like, they're not stepping up as OGs like they used to. They're not um, giving them the outlet like they used to. You know, those type of negative impact on, you know, I don't want to, I guess, your generation, but also even before that and in, in where that disconnection was. I think it could be true. I think maybe, um, you know, just thinking back, maybe the, uh, the crack era had a lot to do with it. Um, maybe it was a survival mm -hmm. of the fittest. You know, people are in environments where they feel like, um, and I'm just saying this from my standpoint, it could be true. We were, um, even with Oaktown Street 57, a perfect example is that we were told it's over. This is your last check. And so bye. Mm -hmm. So now we're left as individual women, young women, I'm a mother, she's, you know, terrible, she's not, but we're having to figure out how to navigate and deal with something nobody in our families ever had to deal with before. Wow. Nobody in our families ever had to deal with that. And so far the family was supporting us because they saw us touring and making money and having right. a career that they thought would last. 
Um, not sure how it would last because, again, they've never experienced it before. Wow. So how do they help us recover or bounce back or survive? What resources will we need? Who should we call? You know what right. I'm saying? Right. And so when you're thrown into set, into that, you're trying to figure out, what do I do? I have a son. I got bills to pay. I got a car note. You know, I, I now got to figure mm-hmm. out how to move That's out of house. Where am I going to live? So it's survival of the fittest. And I think maybe a lot of people in the industry at that time um, maybe had to go through that, not knowing. Now, this goes back to your point about the elder generation not stepping up. I didn't have my cousin who was from Grand Central Station tell me, hey, watch out for this. Right. Okay. Okay. She may have been in survival mode too, you know, Mm. or maybe felt like maybe I knew better. You know what I'm saying? But she didn't insert herself and say, hey, you know, call this guy because you're going to need help with your taxes or call this person because you're going to need help with distribution or publishing or whatever. That didn't happen. So there's, you know, three generations right there. My cousin, myself, and then my son. He comes into the music industry. Well, now I'm telling him, hey, you can't trust everybody. So my conversation with him is different, but there were elders who um, probably just didn't know what they needed to say, how to say it, what direction to point us in. Because again, this is not something they experienced. And then because we were trying to recover and make sure that we were okay, you don't know that what you have to share is even valuable. Mm. Because they put you in a position to make you think that what you had and offered to even make that successful, they gave it to you. So now that they kick you to the curb, you really don't have anything to offer anybody. So you don't say anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just feel like that was the best way to look at it. We were just put in survival mode immediately. We had already been somewhat in survival mode um, just to stay in the organization and do what we did and make sure things happened. You know, we took care of business, um, but now you're in it in a different way. Right. And you're on your own. You can't call these people that you've been working with for five, six years and say, hey, you know, who's going to help me with it? They're not trying to hear from you. They want no parts of you. It's like, dude, I've been working with you for five to six years now. Starting is that what is that is that the same thing as like feeling blackballed in the industry? If that makes sense. Oh, for me, yes. For Old Towns three five seven, yes. Now I'll say that because I know the ladies have said that to me when um and and I give so much respect to Jeff, to you, to anybody that's wanted to interview and speak with Old Towns three five seven via podcast or Zoom or whatever. But in this industry where they quote unquote always pay homage, mm-hmm. I haven't seen us invited to, you know, the Soul Train Awards or the BET Awards or the whatever. Right. So, yeah. We have but another special guest in the building. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Hey. Is everything smooth for you guys or is it is it kind of choppy? You sound a little crackly. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now? That should be good. Yeah. All right. We got Mr. Tobra. <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? How y'all doing? How you doing? Oh, we um <laughs> <laughs> she has something to say about that, and we should, I'll let her tell you. <laughs> I'm just glad to see you, my brother. How you doing? You good? Uh oh. I can't Can hear you. Yeah, I can't hear him either. 
Can you guys hear me? Now you can. Yeah. Okay. We can I was trying you. to use my um. Hold on, wait a second. I'm gonna try <laughs> something different here. Yeah, might as well take a trip with me. Okay. Okay. Let me. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I messed up my uh thing here. Hold on. Uh oh. I love this podcast, but um, while we wait, you guys can make sure you follow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> make sure you follow me, So Hollywood the Podcast. Follow myself, MISS Hollywood 313. Follow our guests. Um, you can tell them where to follow you. Up. Well, actually, it is, let me get that. It is Sweet LD uh, 357. Yes. You said what? I'm sorry. No, no, I just said yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sweet just him. Correct. And then Chub Live, C-H-U-B-B-L-I-V-E. We are on Facebook now. We are on Twitch now. We are also on YouTube. So shout out to all of us. And shout out to making changes right away. <clears throat> Hold on. We're going <laughs> to... I love it. I just love it. it together. <laughs> oh my gosh. But um what were we talking about? We were talking about the, the younger generation as well. Um just you know, I guess accepting the fact that it's something that came before uh, and they need to understand ladies, that ladies, ladies. <laughs> Hello. Hello. See if this is if this works better. Okay. Hold on, y'all. Getting it together. All right, I can hear it. Yep. What? Hold on, I'm sorry, y'all. This. To be Ladies? a guest on So Hollywood yes. Podcast, just email So Hollywood the wow, Podcast. This doesn't work better. Dot com uh -uh. Or on you guys can hear me. Yes. And M I S S Hollywood 3 1. But I can't hear you like this. You can't hear us? I you don't can't know hear why. Well, that's the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> it did work. Is it? Well, that's the end of that. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I know it didn't work the last time. I literally can't hear you guys. You can't? Sorry. Oh, no. Does he have to turn his mic? Well, his mic is on because we can hear him. Yes, correct. His mic is on. Check your volume. Yes. I don't hear a word you guys are saying. Check your volume. <laughs> he can't hear us. I have no idea. Oh, man. Uh, Let me leave and come back in. Okay. Okay. Oops, I popped down. I'm, ah, I'm going to take it out because I'll do it again. But um, <laughs> while we wait, um, I don't know take why we out. couldn't hear him. Huh? No, I said, I, I don't know why we couldn't hear him, but it's all good. You know, things happen. Mm -hmm. 
And it's actually, yeah, it's 45 after. But um, later on today, I do want to remind you guys that I will have DJ Nastiness up here. So um, I'm bringing out all the legends, everybody that that you guys need to hear about, um, the backstory behind them all, how they feel about our current, excuse me, the current state of this thing called entertainment, and just... Just trying to give you guys a better understanding of where you guys came from. <laughs> Literally, where you guys came from. Because, you know, these sam- the samples you use uh, now, like, like so much stuff, you know, that you use from from these guests that we, we have on the show or that I have on the show now. So you guys got to respect them and you guys got to give them their power while they're still here because it's very, 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 very important. It's very important. Yeah. And with that being said, um, I wanted to ask y'all about that. Like, how do you feel about um, people giving, you know, re- how do you feel about receiving your flowers and people not giving you your flowers? Um, I, I guess I get confused. Like, you know, there, there could be um, an era of music um, at a time that we were part of that era. And you're mm-hmm. acknowledging artists from that time, but when we're not included or involved, I'm like, well, what happened? Because I know we was in the studio. I know we have videos that are still being played. I know our music is still being played on the radio. Um, mm-hmm. So how is it that we're not included or invited? And then people, I've heard people literally say, well, they might not know where you guys are, that you're still available or still active. I'm like, there's Google. Everybody Googles everything and everybody now. And then you have social media that they suggest you should have, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or whatever. You have these things, and yet still, I, you know, we're not at the BET Awards. And that's, right. you know, just trying I'm to understand that part. You know what I mean? I'm trying to figure out uh, what that's about. But on the flip side of it, when you see that your peers, per se, are um, who are showing up to these events, um, they're being invited, they're being included, you know, that's part of it. But then you have fans who are constantly like, oh my God, we love you guys. When are you guys coming back? You know, when are you going to have a reunion or so-and-so just did this show here? How come you guys weren't there? Or even when Hammer has toured um, and he's been touring everywhere, well, how come he didn't have you guys on the, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I, I don't know. We're here. So um, if it feels odd because you have fans like I said who are like loving the group they still remember the group our music is still being played videos still being played so on and so forth but then you have people who are still industry who are like where where are they now really mm-hmm. you know if I want to know what child rock is or anybody I'm gonna google you know I went to get my hair done the other day and I was a guy on TV I was like I want to how old he is we googled Right. You, know you so, Google anything else? Like, why won't yeah, you just like you know? So, um, yeah, the re- the reality shows for hip hop females who are coming back, or this, that, and the other. Like, how old do you not know? You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's that's my only thing. It's like it's kind of odd to reconcile it because you have people who are in the industry that you grew up with, toured with. You know what I mean? And then you got fans who are like, "Hey, where are you guys?" So it's it's just really kind of strange on that on that level. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Did you hear the question? Sweet LD. <laughs> yeah, I, I apologize for the uh, technical difficulties. I, I'm not at the studio, so I had to come back home 
and I was in another Zoom, and I don't know what happened to my phone. My phone speaker is not working, so I keep trying to plug in this Bluetooth, and it ain't working. So I apologize. <laughs> Oh, that's um, okay. I, I just explained to her you were stiff arming me virtually. Yeah. For sure. For so sure. I, every now and then I gotta put the phone to my ear, but let me tell you, uh -oh. I don't want LD to think, yo, Chubb is still in nineteen ninety with the technology. <laughs> What's going on with him? <laughs> Baby girl will tell you that I'm better than this. I'm better Say than that again. What did he say? Okay. It's just it's just for whatever reason today the the moons weren't aligned today. Um, <laughs> you know, I called, I called LD after you gave me her number. Yes. Okay. Like, Let's get into it. Let's get into it. How you? I was like, how you gonna tell her? How you gonna tell her that I stopped you at the gate? And I was like, what are you talking about? Is that what you're telling your husband? He's like, yep. what's going on with my boy Chubb? What's going on with my boy Chubb? And I'm like, because I'm like, because remember I told you, I said, yo. I only opened for Hammer twice, and I, I, I don't remember meeting them. I remember seeing them on stage, of course, mm -hmm. but I was like, I don't even remember this. But she had to clarify that it wasn't back then. Okay. It was like four or five years ago when we did a show with my boy, uh, D. Ellis. Yeah. Okay. And she came to the show, and then, you know, and I, and the only thing I can remember is... I do remember one time when I was at a show and I had a cold. This was before COVID. And I had a cold and people would come and want to take pictures and I'd be like, hey, I, I can't take pictures with you right now. I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I got a cold. I don't want to give you that. That's yeah. the only explanation and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking to that explanation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she said, and she told me She's going to accept that explanation. On, on what, you know what condition? <laughs> on what so, condition did I say? Uh-oh. Oh, no, you said the condition was, um, let me try to remember. Yes, please, tell us. If what happened? I said, yes, please tell us. I'm trying to remember what the condition was. It had to be, um... As long as, well, when, if we see each other again, was, um, well, clearly it wouldn't happen again. Right. But what was the, what was the condition? The condition <laughs> was, and you have half of it right, but the next time I see you, you have to give me a hug. Oh. That I had to do what? You have to give me a hug the next time I see you. There you go. Uh -oh. There you go. There you go. So when is that going to happen? And that would have happened four or five years ago, but uh, I, I have no idea. Because <laughs> I had to tell my brother that story. I said, she said it was this. Did I do that? Because I know I don't do something like that. And he was like, yo, you probably were sick and you didn't. He said the same thing I said. He yeah. said there had to be okay. some real circumstances for that. Okay. Because even D. Ellis would have got at me. Yo, boy, what are you doing? I, I told him, like, I don't know what happened, but I remember that. I do. I remember that. Man, it, 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 it's, uh, you know, and, and, and it, all, it all had to come out on So Hollywood. Yeah. Right? It all had to come out on So Hollywood. <laughs> and she probably thought, oh, snap, Chubb is Hollywood. He's, he's Hollywood right now. He doesn't want to blah, blah, blah. Then he comes up on the joint. 
late. He comes up on the joint late. His microphone and his audio doesn't work. Earthy rescheduled. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. You know, like. Chair. <laughs> yes. And all of that. And it's oh, all good. Shoot, sure, that's my queen right there. Oh, I don't even yeah. know if I could point to it. Um, but yeah, I was telling I was telling sweets that definitely it would be good to see her again because whenever you can see your family, your people, see, and I think of people in this genre as our family, right? Yes, right. It, it ain't but so much, so many of us, right? Um. And unfortunately, we're losing some of our family and, and stuff like that. So, you know, it's always good to see your family, that they're safe, they're doing well. Yeah. And um, and that's why I was telling Baby Girl that I wanted to do this again, because I was like, yo, I got a chance to speak to her, but I wanted to see her, you know, and, yeah. Yeah. and so she could yeah. see it, because, you know, you can't lie to a woman. All she got to do is look <laughs> in your eyes and be like, oh, you talking bullshit. He's talking bullshit. So I figured, let me just get on here and tell her, yo, no right. scenario. Right. Um, you know, got love for for all they did. Um, Because let me tell you, it couldn't have been easy on that hammer tour, man, because that hammer tour, people were burning 9,000 calories on that stage. Because... <laughs> I remember when 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 we were opening for him like the first time, it was because somebody got sick, and I can't remember exactly who it was because I know Tony 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 was on that show also, mm -hmm. and I got a chance to just watch the show like it was my first time seeing Hammer on stage, mm -hmm. and that whole production, mm -hmm. like that full production with Oaktown, the the band, the like everything that was going on. Yeah, I remember looking at it like. Yo, I'm losing weight just looking at it because it, it had to be a ten thousand dollar, a ten thousand calorie show every time. You know, every night. I mean, he ran a he ran a serious show. Yeah. You know, that was a yeah. serious show. I don't think there's been a show like that in hip hop ever since. I don't know. It would be hard to say, but I do know dance was very important important to the artists back then. Dance the energy the projection it was important to everybody so whatever style you felt like you wanted to share with the people at the show you just did it you know you did bobby brown did it you know to a hundred what heavy d and the boys you know you just right. whatever you brought you wanted it to be a hundred but i remember um when we first started out the point that hammer wanted to make is that everybody underestimates us nobody likes oh. us coming from the west coast and so when we hit that stage, I don't want you to leave anything off. And then the other aspect to that was once we finished the show, he always reviewed video. Once he started videotaping the show, he would review the video on the, the tour bus. So we would all sit and watch it. And he had an eye and he would say, okay, LD, you're tired right there. Or Ace, you know, you misstepped or terrible team, whatever. And he would say to, even to himself, he's like, okay, I'm going I'm to do that move, but I'm going to change a little bit in the next, next show any of those things it was always a review of the show and so we had that opportunity where we could come away from the show and nobody messed up you know what i'm saying everybody's energy was on a thousand because you knew that critique critique was coming um and then eventually when he grew his stage 
um, presentation with all the dancers. Obviously, there was 10,000 dancers and two DJs and two keyboard players, and it was just everybody. We actually had to teach them the choreography so that they can make that transition. It would stay smooth. The energy would stay high. You know what I'm saying? But they understood what was expected when they stepped on that stage. So he was always like, we have something to prove, and um, this is our opportunity. So when you come off that stage, anybody that's watching, side of the stage, back backstage or in front of it, he wanted all of them to feel it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. You know what's interesting? Do you think that they will ever be if Hammer you think Hammer will ever do somewhat of a reunion type of run where, you know, uh, you know, him, his whole crew, you know, Oak Town obviously, and his whole crew to go back and do a tour. I know he was doing some shows not too yeah. long ago with like vanilla ice and like, you know, kind of that kind of thing. But do you think he would do some uh, more of what he used to do from back in the day? I don't know. I think that um, to be honest, people are looking for that. They want MC Hammer and the posse, you know, they want mm. MC Hammer and Oaktown Street 57 and BNGB and, you know, two big MCs, the hype, hype man. Um, they want to see that. But I don't know where Hammer is, you know, emotionally and mentally when with that being something he would actually entertain doing. I really do not know. I know it's been expressed to us several times um, that when people have gone to see his shows recently in the last maybe five to ten years, um, they thought they were going to see uh, in uh, Oak Town, so you know what I'm saying? Because it, it would be like uh, the Hammer house party, and he would have, you know, artists on that house party tour. So they thought... Oak Town 357 was going to be part of that and we weren't there. And some mm -hmm. folks were disappointed, but um, I mean, I just don't know. I think it would be fabulous to, you know, do that. Even if it's, you know, one of those things where he's, his whole show is MC Hammer and the Posse and he has um, you know, some of the newest dancers that he had and then the old ones. Um, but we might 30 seconds of a song, you know what I'm saying? Or one minute of a song, but just, just let that you know, whole thing happened for people to actually see us again. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I would love for it to take place. I really would, but I just don't know where he is with that. You know. Yeah, that 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 would be good because uh, yeah. you know we do a lot of shows now. Well, we've always been doing them. We do a lot of old school shows because yeah. the old school show circuit is really strong. Yeah. Very strong, yeah. and but there's certain shows you would love to always see right like mm -hmm. uh, mc hammer show and yeah. that's if you experienced it back then yeah because mm. if you experienced it back then you're like yo i would love to see that yeah. again yeah you know if you if you experienced it you know if like i said i experienced it yeah it. and you're familiar with it they definitely want to see it but i just feel like there's an energy with all the artists that came from that era and to your point when he said we're family that's how i feel because we grew up together we toured at some point together but just knowing and learning that industry um pretty much as children you know 16 17 18 20 22 23 obviously 2 or 23 when i got involved but we grew up learning and touring and performing with each other and you know exchanging that energy on that circuit so when you have a certain artist there then it's like almost like as he said the tours are happening now old school tours are really popular Mm -hmm. And you have certain acts that are going to make it happen. They're constantly on tour. The story is still kind of vacant when you don't see those that were part of your 
childhood story. Right. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, I listen to Chad Rock, but I also listen to Two High Crew. Where are they performing? Or NWA or JJ Fat or whatever. Um, so I think it's it's really important for us to really um, be considerate and inclusive of everybody. Uh, if you have the connection, if you have the network, reach out. Lady of Rage reached out to us to go on the the what is it? Um, Tom Jordan cruise. Lady of Rage. I met her at the show for the first time. I met her was at the show that we did with Chubb Rock in North Carolina. That was the first time I ever met her. But she's really close to D. D. Ellis. D. Ellis loves me, you know, and Old Town Street Five Seven and MC Hammer. So mm-hmm. when they said on the Tom Jordan cruise, hey, we want to invite some people who have never been before. She called us. Wow. So you yes, understand yeah. what I'm saying? Is that, that she came out yeah. a little bit after Old Town Street Five Seven. She had no problem picking up the phone, you know, to say, hey, Late. what are you guys doing? You know. Mm-hmm. Lady of Rage called me yesterday mm-hmm. um, because she, you know, she started with us. She 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 came in the game with us, and because um, when I met her, she was the secretary at Chung King Studios. Wow! And we were producing the Vanessa Quince album, and I kept coming into the studio, seeing her writing behind the studio desk because she worked at the studio. So I said, "Yo, what are you doing?" And she was like, oh, I'm writing rhymes. And I was like, ah, let me hear what you got. And she told me, I was like, oh, she's dope. So I put her on the Finesse Quince album, and then I put her on the Treat Em Right album. See? And that's how we became friends. So yeah. she just came to Atlanta because she's shooting a movie here uh, at, right now. Okay. Um, and I, I'm the one who got her on the Tom Joyner cruise. Right. Because we were doing mm-hmm. all of that stuff with Tom Joyner. But it's funny, in... In November, November 7th, I'm doing Detroit with J.J. Fad. And I've never met those ladies in my life. You know, so I'm excited to see them, Mm -hmm. you know, because obviously I bumped those records. You know, those records were monumental records. Right. And um, I have the opportunity to, my first time, see meeting them, um in Detroit and obviously I'm hoping that they're going to be going out more and more and more and more and more and more because I think a lot of people don't realize that that circuit exists. You know, they probably don't know like, yo, cats is out there all day. I mean, COVID slowed it up a little, yeah, but cats is out there, you know, doing old school shows and people want to see that. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. no no um, disrespect to none of the young guys and whatever they're doing in their records, but people that either went to HBCUs, yeah. college, kids, people that went to high school, they grew up with those records. They want to go to those. Yes, they might love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire is back out. They'll go see them. Some of them might even go, obviously a bunch of them go to see Frankie Beverly. Mm-hmm. But a ton of that audience Eisley Brothers yeah. wants yeah. to see that old school. They yeah. want to see that hip hop. You know, they and of course they want to see MC Hammer, but they want to see his whole crew. They want to see the whole crew. Yeah. Yeah. JJ they has see... been touring for a while. I know that for a fact. Um, and then Hammer's been touring for a while. So it's not that the opportunity is not there. That that's not at all what I'm saying. 
Honestly, right. where are the phone calls? Because I personally don't have the connection. You know what I'm saying? So somebody that I know that who knows me has to say, hey, LD, you know, they uh-uh. on the show and wherever, wherever. We'd love to have you guys on. So ladies and see, but JJ has been busy, busy, busy for the last, right. I would say, eight to 10 years, if not more. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's absolutely beautiful because we need more women of that era doing the shows. But if you see the JJ fads or if you see the Moni Loves or if you see the, you know, Salt and Peppers or whatever, who else was being played on the radio at that time? Who else's video was being played at that time? Five, seven, we were in the clubs, on the videos, on the stages, we were there. So I just find it interesting, you know what I mean? And if you're going to separate the acts and say, well, you know, MC Hammer's doing what we want. He don't have nothing to do with those three five seven to say yes or no. We can or cannot. He's right. that person anymore. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, I just I, it's a question for me. Like, why is that not happening? I can't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? I can't stress about it. I do have a life to live. I have children to raise. Well, <laughs> I got one more. He's gonna be seventeen, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got stuff I could be doing. So you know, in order to keep my sanity and myself healthy. Let me teach my fitness dance classes. Let me write my book and let me do my wellness, you know, health and wellness. So that's what I'm doing. Mm. Yeah. You know what's yes, interesting to me? Yes, honey. Because I'll be 60 in a few years. I got the new kids. I'll be 38 we're in having, October 24th, by the way. Oh, we'll go ahead. <laughs> we're having this conversation with So Hollywood. And it, it always, like, even when I spoke to her last week. Yeah. And then we're speaking to her now. It's shocking to me because, and I know black don't crack, right? Because <laughs> LD looked like she's 28 or whatever. But <laughs> so Hollywood here, she looks like she's still an embryo. And she doesn't have a clue of what we're talking about. Because she looks like she's about 18. I appreciate And, you know, that time of late 80s, early ninth or you know 90s you know i mean we're talking 30 years ago yeah yeah you know we're taking we're talking 30 years so you know it always you know people hit me on pot about podcasts you know because they want to know more of the little intricate stuff on the shows back in the day stories yeah but i always wonder like hey man if we start talking about that stuff do you understand what we're talking about because Right. You might be young. You might be a lover of hip hop. Um, but I got a couple of T-shirts older than Baby Girl over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, it, it, you know, I know she probably gets a kick out of this. Like, yo. Um, but I hope that we see each other soon. Yes. Um, my main thing was that I it was just good to see your people and to be able to know that they're good. And yeah. God will do the rest. Yeah. You know, um, the Queens of Hip Hop is always something that I've been a fan of. You know, the Queens of Hip Hop. And that's a small sorority, right? As far as back in the day. You know, you think it might so? be yeah. 21 Queens that's part of that whole Queens of Hip Hop time. And Oaktown is part of that. JJ Fad, of course, Salt and Pepper, MC Light, Lady of Rage, and it keeps going on. 
Yeah. And I just, I don't know, maybe BT or maybe Soul Hollywood or somebody needs to maybe do that documentary and 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 kind of tell that story a little better of the queens of hip hop, even from Mercedes ladies, the sequence to the, you know, Shah Rock, you know, that whole story yeah, of female MCs. Because you don't really get that story from female MCs, right? Right. And females that 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 um that were so intricate in the world of hip hop, whether with through dance, microphone stuff, all of that. You don't you just don't get that story yeah. the way I guess you should. You know. They they might tell I don't even think they ever really told a, a real Queen Latifah story or Missy Elliott story, to be honest with you. Um so I don't know. I just think that's missing somewhere. You know, um, hey, I can throw it out in the universe and see what happens. Yes. I'm I'm ready. You ready to take it over? Take it over. Listen, I'm ready. I'm so ready for it. No, I'm glad we were able to do this because, again, I don't know when I'll see Chubb and my brother, my big brother over there who's trying to stiff arms virtually and, you know. Right. Uh, I don't know when I'll see him again, but it's, it's been um, really amazing for me to see him on this platform and have a conversation outside of the phone call that we had. And just to know, like he said, that your family's doing good, they're doing good, and that the love is still there. That's also important, you know what I'm saying? But for that hip-hop um, family of that time, it's that, that's a community there, and we need to take care of each other. Yeah. For sure. I really that one hundred percent. And it took me to bring you guys together and <laughs> and really push forward with this thing called entertainment. And hopefully, hopefully we will see you guys on stage together really soon. And you know, we're gonna see we're gonna see if you know, so um, whenever y'all ready, let me know, and I'll connect some more dots. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm definitely okay. ready for it. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Uh, no problem, man. This is amazing. Like LD, um, yes. I, I told her that um, I got a number now, so I can always bother her. Yeah. Um, and if I'm in Texas and stuff like that. Um, Come on down. Yes. And um, same thing if she ever, you know, comes to Atlanta. Mm. And uh, I'm going to bother so Hollywood when I come to Virginia. Yes. I heard um, it. I heard it. Yeah. But I, I appreciate you guys um, connecting the dots. I wanted to make it clear. Yes. Yes. Okay. That I was not Hollywood. Okay. When, when LD came. I, I want to make sure everybody watching knows that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure her husband knows that. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure her son knows that. You know what I'm saying? All of that. So yes, I just want to put it out there. Okay, but, um, fine, but you know what your assignment is not. It's good to see you. I love you. Love you too. Thank Stay you all. 
Thank you all. And make sure um, to follow. Go ahead and give your social media and all the information that you have, anything that you're working on, and your shout outs. And then we're going to leave it at that. And I appreciate you guys for tuning in and just even being a part of this thing called entertainment and just this growth that I'm about to have. And it's about to be great. So, um, CLD, let's, let's start with you first. And then we're going to end off, excuse me, with Chubb. We friends now, so I'm going to call you Chubb. Chubb. Um, sweet LD. Okay. <laughs> 357 is the Instagram, so the Facebook, um, official O-Town 357 is the Instagram page. So I'm here. I'll let my book is out, and y'all just stay healthy. Okay? Love you. Appreciate you. And you Shub Live for me, C-H-U-B-B-L-I-V-E on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Chub Rock on Facebook. And, uh, hey, it, this is great. This is great. Yeah. Get a chance yes. to see your family. Also, send me the link to the So Hollywood merch so I can get my shirt. I can oh. buy my shirt. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you covered. I got you covered. And I really appreciate everybody for tuning in across the board. My um my um podcast shirt. I make I make this. This is the thing that I make. So um I'll send you guys all the merch and everything that I make here after. But other than that. Um, we're going to end it off like this. This is a wonderful situation and I want you guys to see the growth that we have and the people coming together that brought it before you. So give them their flowers while they're here, like I'm doing and, and continue to enjoy this ride called Ohio Podcast and we up out of here. I appreciate you guys. Y'all have a good day. Thank y'all. Bye. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. <laughs> oh, so Hollywood. Oh my goodness. Did y'all see that? Did y'all see what the fuck just happened? Hello? Did y'all see what the fuck your girl just did? You understand me? Did you see that? Did you see it? Bring the legends together instead of talking shit about them. They are OGs for a reason and vice versa. Grow, adapt, and elevate all of those. Y'all saw it here first. Two previous guests that I've had on this show come together and now big things are about to start happening. Y'all don't understand, man. This is real life for me. You know, this is the end-all, be-all situation right now. So Hollywood, the podcast. Make sure you guys follow me. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, excuse me, to this video. I will be on Facebook Live. I am on Twitch. I am also on YouTube. Get your merch today because it's the Hollywood way. Now I'm just playing. And make sure you guys follow me, M-I-S-S Hollywood 313. And tune in in about another two hours. Actually, I have another legend by the name of DJ Nestinus. Yes, so back to back. Listen, I'm, I got him in the chamber. 
I just shot two off. I got one more. Yep. 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Today, I have my special guest, DJ Nasty Ness. So make sure you guys tune in at 5 p.m. and keep it locked. Set your reminders because I'm going to set up a live um, reminder here shortly. So, yeah, make sure you guys just like, share, subscribe, follow, tell your homie, word of mouth, whatever you want to call it. Do what you got to do to make it make it. You understand me? Peace up, A-Town down. To be a guest on So Hollywood the Podcast, just email so Hollywood the Podcast at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, So Hollywood the Podcast and M I S S Hollywood 313. Looking to book your next studio session? Contact Session 420 at www.greenleafgame.com.